Hi, I'm Marty Grizzani, and this is The Marty Grizzani Show. As a full-time real estate investor and business owner, I have a real fascination of finding the key principles for business success and personal development. This show is a reflection of my personal mission to find out what truly makes somebody successful in business and in life. We will find tools and tactics that they've used to reach those levels. If you're the type of person is not satisfied with average and you have a hunger for learning that will never cease, this show is for you. Welcome to the show. I respect the hustle. There's not many people, because I'm a hustler, you know that, but there's not many people who get it. And it's so, when you find someone who is a hustler, and I'm some people just talk about hustling. I got, I mean, I can't tell you, and you know this, how many people are like, yeah, I'm in that hustle. I'm in that grind. And they're not. You're not. You don't know what that even means. Like the hustle and grind is when you're like literally like friends are be like, are like, dude, what's wrong with you? Like, where are you? Like, how come you haven't been responding? Or family's like, yo, you're different. Like you change, right? Like that's when you know you're hustling and grinding. So, uh, uh, doing it like that way, like doing it things the right way or like, and that, it sucks that that happens. That's a byproduct of just like going after your goals and going after what you want. But I'm sure that's happening to you or it's happened to you. Is that fair? Absolutely. Absolutely. It happens all the time. <laughs> um, right. Like today, someone's like, yeah, Sandy, I haven't seen you in forever. Come to Taco Tuesday. And I'm like, no. You know, I even preserve myself from drinking during the week and I maybe just have a drink or two on the weekend. So I don't really even go out during the week. That Monday through Friday is gym. Talk to God, go to the gym and hustle. Mm. And you know, guys, too, but definitely Monday through Friday. All right, because I want to get into in your daily routine, too, because I think it's been it'll be very helpful for realtors who are not really sure like, Hey, what do I got to do daily? But guys, I'm really, really excited for this episode because it's a, it's a long time coming. She's a dear, dear friend of mine. She's someone I do business with. She's someone I trust. She's someone that I know can get the job done and does it better than me. And you know how I feel about myself. So that's saying a lot. This is a multi-million dollar producer. This is someone who's done well over 400 deals. She's absolutely crushing it this year. And I think personally, she's the number one real estate agent in the city of Rochester. She knows the city of Rochester better than any agent. I 100% believe that. I put money on it. Welcome to the show, Sandy Bradley. Hi, Martin. Thank you so much for having me. I'm excited. Yes. Can't wait to get into the nuts and bolts and the nooks let's and crannies. Of- let's get into the nooks and crannies. Let's like really dive in. And I and I really want to start off with, you know, if you could just tell some of the people kind of who you are and what you do. And, um, and before you do that, you know, I really want to get into this because you're someone who didn't have the best start. I would say. Okay. And I really want to talk about it because I think it's important because it really just goes to show you that it goes to show you like, man, you made it through some stuff that millions of people and it's happened. And and I'm sure you know them 
unfortunately, can't get through that. Right. So can you tell us kind of what that was like? I want to go to from the start and, <sighs> and then go into your career a little bit so, so people can really appreciate the career. Oh, man. Oh, man. When I wanted to first become a uh, no, when I wanted to buy a house first, that's really where it starts. And I went through five or six different agents. Two years, never bought my house. That's a whole nother story. Um, and then because it's such a bad experience I had, um, I got into becoming an agent, but first I started wholesaling. So let's really? go into that. What's wholesaling for people that don't know? Okay. Wholesaling is basically where you still deal with real estate. Um, you function a little bit as if you're a real estate agent, but not, um, really what you're doing is you are meeting the seller, getting the property under contract taking the contract and having an end buyer and assigning that contract to your end buyer. So I got into it because of this woman that I used to work with at my job. Um, when I got fired from my job, cause I got fired. <laughs> so long story. Thank yeah, God for yeah. me being a real estate agent. <laughs> oh, right, right. So, um, I got fired and she was telling me, She's like, Sandy, you're awesome. She, we worked at the same real estate company and she was like, you could sell salt to a slug. You know what I'm going to do, Sandy? I'm going to hook you up with one of my friends, good friend of mine. His name is Joe Lavabera. Oh, <laughs> so I got to give Joe Lavabera his credit. He was really one of the very first and few, because there's not a lot of people that I work with, but I work with the important people and um, like you, Martin. And so Joe- and Joe's the best. Joe's yeah, absolutely I the love best. Joe. Um, so his, uh, he has a really nurturing personality. He kind of came in, um, did a little interview with me, told me what to expect, told me some things to do in wholesaling, always has my back and just kind of gave me my first steps in mentoring. So I would have to give that credit to Joe Lababera. So I started off with that, did some stuff with Joe, but then really realized that he had the market completely saturated. Yeah. <laughs> and there wasn't yeah. a lot of money that I was going to make in wholesaling to start off. It's him and a lot of other guys have a lot of that market saturated. Um, the We Buy Houses sign, Craigslist, and I found myself every time I'm getting a lead, Joe's already got the lead. So I uh, still did a few deals with him, learned from him, got into going into the FRIA meetings. I met a lot of people there. Um, I think that there was even a morning meeting, Martin, where I met you. Was that the breakfast? It was you, Matt Druin. Who yes. ran it? it was Matt Druin and someone else. And I can't think of who the other person was, but I met a lot of people through um, the breakfast club as well. But I still was like, oh, I'm not, I'm not getting the traction that I want in real estate. I got to do something more than wholesaling. So, and I really wanted to help my spirit influence people who look like me, people from my neighborhood. And I realized that I wasn't going to exactly reach them through wholesaling. So I got my real estate license. Mm -hmm. um, back in 2018. So back in 2018, got my real estate license, started selling real estate. Now I can help 
the first time home buyers. Now I can work with mortgages. Now I can do a lot more than just in the scope of wholesaling. Now I can actually work with all different types of people, not just investors. Um, and I, and with having that wholesale background before I became an agent really, really helped me once I became one. Um, yeah, I think that's a difference maker that is so important that you have that because you can talk the language of an investor now because you are one, right? I mean, obviously now and we can get into that. You're now a, you know, full on Mrs. Landlord or uh, what is it? Landlady LLC? No, you got it right. Mrs. Oh, okay. Landlord Mrs. LLC. Landlord. You guys <laughs> love that name, you know? Love it. Lo love it. The brand <laughs> is I've only posted it twice. And like you and another person, a couple other people were like, yeah, Sandy, I love that Mrs. Landlord thing. I'm like, well, that really sticks. It's a great branding and it, it's, uh, it's, it's something that sticks in your, yeah, it sticks in your brain. Uh, but no, getting back to that point. Yeah. You're being that, you know, exactly what investors want. That's why guys, if you're, you know, for people listening, if you're an out-of-state investor, if you're an in-state investor, if you're someone who is just needs somebody who's going to just give you the real, right? They're going to give you the real information. They're going to tell you, hey, this is a deal. This is not a deal. This is crap. This is good. Knows the ins and outs of, you know, how, you know, some of the, the, some of the, the finer points of like Rochester with section eight or just like with, um, you know, just with you're dealing with tenants. Like if you're dealing with tenants, there's different programs that you have to kind of know, because again, it's, Fair housing, so you have to know everything just so that you make sure that you're doing things by the book. But there's ways of you know making sure that you're doing it appropriately. You need to have someone who's going to be an advocate for you, uh, and that's Sandy Bradley. So if you're somebody who is looking for a realtor for buying or selling, of course, uh, talk to Sandy. But yeah, I, I think that it's uh, it's such a. I don't think there is many wholesalers who became agents. I don't think there's that many. And that is such a separator for you, Sandy, such a separator. Oh my goodness. At first, you know, cause I really didn't come off um, with listing in Gates or Greece or the $200,000 listing. So it can be very discouraging at first. Um, a lot of my career, First two years of my career, I lived on my credit cards. A lot of trips I didn't go on. A lot of cry, a lot of tears I shed. A lot of contractors that took my money. Uh, the list goes on. So really, I mean, the first two years were struggle. The struggle. Um, they make you want to know if this is, is, is this right? Is this, is this what I'm going to be doing? It wasn't really until last year, definitely this year. This year, I'm just, you know, I don't know what to do with myself. <laughs> but it wasn't until um, last year where I really started to see, um, I started harvesting on everything that I planted, all of my seeds and everything is just, so now, like I said, I've probably, this year alone, probably 18, 19 deals from January till now. And then I have, I just counted, I have like 22 deals pending. So, you know, and we're not even in June yet. 
but again, this came from lots and lots of hard work. Um, lots of deals where we didn't, you know, even on some of the deals we did, Martin, we didn't get rich off of them, but it just came from putting in that work and hustling. And um, every deal is not a home run, but man, when you hit the home runs and, and a lot of time they're the easiest ones. <laughs> well, and they're deserved then, right? Because yes. you put in the, you put in the work, you, you hit those singles and then, and those are usually the darkest ones, it seems like. And then all of a sudden you, you kind of walk into that home run and it's like, yeah, I deserve I it. that. You don't, you don't deserve the home run off the bat. You have to hit and just, you know, take that, uh, take those punches and, you know, take the hit by pitches and you just get on base, right? You just try to get traction going. But what it does is it shows people, and for some reason, the universe will reward it, right? But it shows people, man, this is somebody who works. And like the busiest people are the ones you want to work with, right? And those are the people you want to work with. So the people that don't have anything going on, well, you you got to find and make something happen on your own. And I think that's something that you do very well is like, you, yes, you're a self-starter, but I think you just there's urgency with you why do you think you have urgency to get something done while you see some of your other agents around mm -hmm. you and you're like and they're just kind of waiting for something to happen why do you think you have that go back in your brain why i have to be above average my name has to leave a legacy and i have and i have and it's a lot of people who probably doubt me or think that I wasn't going to make it. And all of this is just a gift to myself, but to also show everybody else, like you could be whoever you want to be. Um, it gets real deep, but yeah, it's, it's well, I want to go deep. Why does that matter, matter so much to you? Because I feel like, um, oh man, Martin, why are you doing this to me? I'm serious. I want to know. Here's why. Here's why. Because there are a lot of there's a lot of black women, mm -hmm. or even just minorities in general. You can say that. You know, you could say whatever with me. I know, but there's but they in me are inspired by someone like you, and especially someone who looks the same. And I mean, we could go really crazy. I know that if you want to talk about, you know your how you were you know your upbringing it, that would even make even more people's head explodes to show where you are today um i just think it's really important i think it might just be that part of it is my upbringing mm -hmm. and like how so many people were probably like oh she's not going to make it um to be honest there's even a few unfortunately there has even been a few agents out there in Rochester who who don't actually know me. They just may know of me or have seen me on social medias and stuff. And I am not that agent who is like politically correct and this and that. And however they try to paint me into this picture of who I should be, no. I'm actually, and I love this, Martin, because you were, when I had a private conversation with you, I remember these words and you were like, yeah, because you don't think Oprah Winfrey, 
you don't think she stirred up some people? And like, I remember you saying that to me on one of our hearts to hearts. And that really stuck with me because I'm just, I'm just going to be me. And, you know, it's been working and it's crazy because I used to be like, oh, I can't be myself. I need to paint this picture. I need to be this person or that person or try to act like this person. But as I grew in my career and the more I'm like became laid back and more comfortable with myself is when I realized that I really have a following and like people are following me and watching me. And some of my clients decided to go with me because when they go with me, they know that they're getting realness and genuineness. And this and I give them 100 percent me. I don't paint. A picture for anyone. Um, so I think that I if I had advice to give anybody, just be yourself. Yeah, yeah, it's so, and it's so like easy to say that. Catching an echo, but I know it's easy to say that, but I think people because they fail in the beginning, or they think they fail, what really what they're doing is they're struggling and they're not failing. You don't you only fail when you quit. So they're struggling in the beginning and they go, this isn't working. So I need to change who I am and follow somebody who is, you know, what I, you know, quote unquote, think is winning. And that can work for a little bit, but it doesn't feel right because you're not being yourself. So it kind of, you'll, you'll even, you'll fade and then you'll quit because you're not being who you are. So sticking and doubling down to who you are and being authentic always wins because it's something that you can just automatically be. You don't have to fake it. Because when we fake it is when it's just, you just, you just die. It just, it dies out. It's just not something you can, it's not something that can be consistent. But I think that if you're just being who you really are and you're being candid, and I think going to your point, where maybe people are like, well, you know, she really speaks her mind or she's going to be really upfront with you. Or maybe, she, you know, people could say, you know, maybe like they say to me, you're kind of an asshole, right? Or like, you're being <laughs> kind of an ass. But, but, yeah. here's the, but here's the thing about it. It's like. I love assholes. <laughs> it's like, you're not going to, you have to, if, if an asshole means you're going after what you want and you're asking for what you want, that's business, baby. And, and that's the thing. And that's about you, like we were talking about the urgency, getting after it. It's, Hey, you got to sign that document. Hey, you need to go to the bank and make sure that you're, 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 you're approved or this isn't working. Whoa, this is a lot. Well, then get off. I got stuff on. Right. Right. So, so that's awesome because, um, you know, I, I really believe that it's, you are somebody that people should aspire to. and. I believe that you are someone that people can go to as a mentor, you know, and because um, we've all had our own mentors. But what, what are your thoughts on that? Like, what is your thought on now taking this next step right mm-hmm. into leadership? And how has that been? Because that's tough for me. So I'm, I'm just curious how, you know, leadership, mentorship, how you're adjusting to that. Because people are looking up to you or they're, 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 look, they're like you said, they're watching you and now they want to start to kind of maybe ask questions. What does that look like for you? So that part, what I'm noticing, and I used to doubt myself like, oh, I'm, I'm not, I'm not hustling enough. I'm not hungry enough. 
But then as I start to mentor or I have mentored other people, what I realize is that they hustle ain't the same as mine. It just comes from the, it just, <laughs> I don't know. It's something that you got or you don't have. And I can mentor somebody until I'm blue in the face, but if you want these multiple deals, if you want your name to ring bells, if you want to leave a legacy, if you want to be the next Marty Grizzani, the next Joe Lavabera, the next Sandy Bradley, I can mentor you, but you still have to apply it. So many people don't apply it or so many people just like <sighs> mentor, right? You're supposed to kind of guide them to the answer, not give them the answer. And the problem is, is a lot of people in this generation just want it like, like instantly, like microwave, like, let me just, just let me just give me the answer. For those that don't know, she just snapped her fingers, but her nails are so long and beautiful that they, it didn't really make that noise. So oh. <laughs> for those that I can't see, uh, keep going, Sandy, sorry. Yeah. So I guess that's what I'm kind of running into. Um, I, I don't know. And, and maybe I need help mentoring because I'm feeling like some of the people that I that I have, they just didn't want it bad enough. Yeah. I can lead a horse to the water, but I can't make them drink. Yeah. And I don't know. I, I don't agree. really got a lot to say about it. How you do mentoring, Martin? Well, you know, having employees, yeah. you you have to you have to figure out what is motivating them because it's not always money and it's not mm -hmm. always, um, you know, it, it, success. I mean, it's it, in what I believe is success, maybe what they're believing. So I have to really kind of listen better. I think that's the key to mentorship and leadership is really listening. And it's not just, you know, being able to listen. It's not just wanting to listen but it's it's really truly well i should say it's it's wanting to listen it's it's really wanting to yeah. listen so, so so i think that is something that i'm i'm working at it's not i'm not there i'm you know me neither so you know and that's okay we're we're going to figure it out but i'm just i'm curious to always hear because this is not just an interview or a you know me just it's for me to learn too. This is for me to learn too. I want to learn. That's why I have people on here that I that um that I think are awesome and that people that I know they're crushing it. So this is a way for both of us to maybe take and and give uh, as we're speaking. But um, you know, you said legacy, and man, that means a lot to me too because that's something that when you get down to it, it's like what have what did you leave? when you when when this thing's over and the legacy is so important is there somebody that inspires you um that that you've seen leave a legacy is there somebody that is like man that is something that is just really cool i'd like to do that is there something that's like man i'd love to be able to donate or what what is it with like a legacy that is something that gets you up in the morning and makes you just want to get after it um I want to probably say um, my adopted parents, because I have two sets of parents. If you know my story, I'm adopted and then I have biological parents. So it wasn't so much my biological side of my family, but my adopted side of my family did instill in me 
my dad was very, well, first of all, my dad is old as dirt <laughs> and he's from South Charleston, South Carolina. And he is like old school. Don't play that prepared me for the crazy world that we lived in. And has been doing that from a young girl ever since I was like 12 or 13. He's just always yelling at me, yelling at me, yelling at me, instilling in me that I have to do this. This is how I, who I have to be and this and that. So I feel like a lot of it came from um, my dad. And then he, he, he did, he, he didn't have like a bunch of houses, but he had, he owned his houses and he was a homeowner and he's now downstate and he owns land and if you know anything about Charleston, South Carolina, there's not a lot of land left. It's been developed quite a bit. And um, my family that lives down there, they actually own. And the last portion of people that were the original owners that own this little community in Charleston, South Carolina. So that's kind of some of the, you know, what my dad instilled in me as I was a kid. So I think that's where I'm probably getting it from. Well, what would he say to you? What would he say? Like, hey, you're better than that. Like, come on, you're, you can be something. Would he, he like, like give you, you have no friends. You uh, have no friends. <laughs> <laughs> this world is, this world is crazy. Yeah. He's like, don't take shit from people. There you go. Stand your ground. Okay. Um, You know, just. And then I think what it was also is my dad got sick like two years ago and um, he got throat cancer and he got down to like 85 pounds. Oh, geez. Woo. And to see a man that like literally he beat my ass as a kid. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> across right. the room, like really. And then to see him as I'm now a grown woman, 32, own a few houses or whatever. And to see him at 85 pounds, the man who like taught me everything that really, that just got me to my next level. I think that's why over the last two years, I have just been killing it because when you see a loved one get sick, that's almost close to death. He survived it. He's good now, but it's like everything that he wanted me to be that's my mind just like snapped and was like, you, you have to be everything that your father would want you to be. Mm, man, if you could rewind that guys, that yeah. is so good. That, I think that just, we got to it is really what it was. There it is. We got to it. That it's, he inspired you and you had no other way around it. You're like, I'm doing this whether it's for me or it's for him and it's for my family. And that's the legacy part. I'm doing it for the people who couldn't, but the, but the people who believed in me, right? Right. That's it. It's, it's not just for me. It's for the people who actually believed in me and it's for the haters who didn't. Hey. So they can see that shit. Okay. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> no. And, and, oh, so and what, it really was, I would say, Martin, I will say that there's, they always say that motivation comes from two things and they say pain and pleasure. And it's so true. Like pleasure because I want to leave the legacy for my family and I want my dad and my family to be proud of me, but also pain, pain from, like you said, the people that really, they really, they're still trying to figure out how am I making it work? I feel bad for them, Martin. Let's get to this money. <laughs> money, Martin. Yeah. I think people who, um, they spend too much time thinking about other people I, I'm sure the same with you. I don't give a hell about what any other, what anybody thinks at this point. 
right? I did when I was younger. Uh, and I still, you know, there's times where I'm like, hey, man, be true to yourself and, and get after it. Like this whole podcast, the, you know, me posting videos, all those things, you know, a year or even a year ago, I'd be like, ooh, are you going to be that guy? And it's like, you're yes. damn right I'm going to be that guy. Because and you that should. Guy, yeah, we all there's, should. The thing that I really like about you, Martin, and there's not a lot like it. I'm sorry. Nobody <laughs> like my guy, Marty G. Appreciate you. You are, all investors don't have the verse, verse are, are able to be versatile. Um are able to be down to earth, are able to just be like a chameleon. So like, I feel like you can adapt to different people and different things. And that's why you're always going to win because you can gravitate to the Sandy Bradleys. Everybody can. Mm. They don't even know how. Mm. Not just me, Sandy Bradley, but you know, just, I'm just saying different different age categories, races, female, man, you know, I really applaud you for that. I think that you, and like I said, I give props to Joe, are really good at that. And I think that's one of what's going to always set you aside from all these other wholesalers. Thank you. I appreciate and, uh, that. And, uh, and just people in real estate, you have to learn how to adapt to everybody. If you want all the deals, you want the opportunities? You gotta, you gotta, gotta get, gotta get woke. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> but and I and I appreciate that. I think what it is is for people is you gotta really like people. Yeah. Truthfully, you really gotta like them. You gotta want to know their story. I've always liked that. I've always just been interested in what people do. I've always been interested in just everything about just. Because other people are just more interesting. Like, I know people think, you know, it's just like you think this person's interesting, but they think you're more interesting. It's just kind of how it works because we know, like, but you know yourself so well. It's like, oh, well, yeah, of course I do XYZ real estate. And of course I, you know, buy these homes. But like, you know, I already know that. So it's like, I think that's just where I get my, I just get interested in what people do because uh, it's, it's fun. And, you know, stop thinking about yourself is really what it is. If you stop thinking about yourself and start thinking about others, that is where you can really start to win. I think that's, and I'm not saying I, 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 I still think about myself. I'm, I'm still selfish. Oh points. yes, you do. Yeah. We still... had one less deals this year. I don't know who you're giving them to. If you're out there, you need to give them back. Exactly. Thank you. I'm still... Give them back. Exactly. I need Martin back. <laughs> and we're... Stay out of the city. And we're always so working together. Sandy and I are always, are, no, we're always working together. And um, I think that's why, because we have similar mindsets. What, what's your mindset is very strong in the point of you have like a routine. I, you talked a little bit about it, but I want to hear like your must do's. Like, is there a must do morning routine? Cause I know you're in the gym. I know you're, you know, I, I'm a big fan that I, I'm not, I don't go to church, but I'm a big fan of, uh, of that part of life, you know, being spiritual. Cause I know that there's, there's definitely. I need it. Okay. You, you're nicer than me, Martin. I'm okay. crazy. I, I'm crazy. So I need to go to church every once in a while. So I could, you, you a little bit better than me. <laughs> um, so really in the morning, it's crazy because I'm, I feel like I'm running off of five hours of sleep. 
I don't know about you. What about you, Martin? Probably the same thing, four to five hours. I really actually get a decent sleep. I, I'm oh, you bed. do? Yeah, I'm in bed by 9.30. And you get up at? I mean, I'm, I'm getting up at 6, 6.30. Okay. So what you want, seven hours of sleep? Yeah. Okay, something like that. All right. Well, I get up in the morning. I say like a little small prayer, like, thank you, God, for waking me up this morning. Something small like that. Um, and I get up and I go to the gym. The gym is a must. I actually don't feel right if I don't go. My so are you going five days, days a week? Is it? Yes. Okay. I used to go six, but I go drinking on the weekends sometimes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and all uh, wholesalers and realtors should. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, <laughs> So um, I just go to the gym and then I do not answer that phone. Um, I have had clients who will try to call me at 7 or 8 a.m. I will not answer my phone because I just feel like you need that time. You, whatever, whenever your time is for yourself. Mine is in the morning. Yours is at night in the evening. Mine is in the morning, though. I don't want to be bothered. I want to get in here. I want to figure out as I'm in the gym, I'm figuring out how my day is going to be. I look at my schedule um, and I figure out what I'm going to be doing for that day. I know what I'm doing, but I'm just in my mind. I'm executing how I'm going to do it. So that is my free time. Um, by about 10 o'clock, I am now ready to take call by like nine o'clock. Now I'm ready to take calls and go about whatever I have to do as a realtor. Um, so normally, you know, I should have some time in my schedule to do follow up, but the leads have been coming in to where I, I'm not even doing follow up. It's just like repeat, 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 repeat. Like literally, I'm not joking, Martin. I'm averaging two deals a week. That's excellent. Like two deals a week. Right now, I have a le- us um, a sale going up tomorrow on Keller Street. Then I have another one going up on Hard Road. Then I have like ton of stuff coming up. And this is what I will say for anybody who's out there who's just getting started. Sometimes you only need a few people in your corner. That's it. You don't need to have a hundred wholesale friends. You don't need to know everybody. I mean, you do that through time, but if you have like one or two good people, I mean, that's how I got my career started. I'm not going to lie. It's been like maybe a few people that Mm -hmm. genuinely work with me, that genuinely love me, that genuinely are my partners that want to see me grow. I don't know about everybody else. You know, I pass and I do deals with a lot of people out here, but literally it only just takes a few. Ooh, that's a gem, boys and girls. No, for dropping real. Bombs. No, that's really good because I think people need to hear that. They need to, especially realtors who are starting out, they feel like they need to network, 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 and talk to them. So many people. And you, like you said, you need a couple, you need quality over quantity. It's hard to kind of find those people, and, and you oh, kind it's of talked, hard, right? It's hard, and you talked about it earlier. You talked about, you know, you you have to sew quite a bit, right? You have, you know, you well, I'm sorry, you you have to, um, you no, have to you're right, plant a bunch of seeds, right? You have to sew yeah. quite a bit, and you. So, what would that look like for somebody? What would you say if someone's brand new, that's a wholesaler or an agent, 
what would you say? What would be like find the somebody first that's new too. find somebody that's hungry too. Mm. you know, um, when I first got on, I didn't find somebody new. Joe Lavabera was already there. And although he was a great um, mentor, there was only so much money I was going to make with him because everybody else knows him. Still to this day, me and Joe only do a few deals a year, but he's an awesome person to go to. But if I was a new person, I would find somebody new also. Find somebody with the same hustle as you. Because when I first started, a couple of my people were new and now we grew together. You know, one of the guys that I started off with, he bought his first house for me for $10,000. $10,000 house. That was my first house I sold. Yeah. And I just sold his house for like 125,000 two days ago. So he was new. I was new and we grew together. So I would say, you know, yeah, you can try to find people who've been around for a long time. You could try to find the youths or the Joe Lobby Bears or, you know, whoever, but network, find somebody who's new, just like you, that wants it, just like you, you guys can probably grow and work together, you know? That would be my suggestion. That. I love that. I mean, it's, it's so true. It's it's hard to find, you know, it's not hard to find mentors, but it's hard to find the time from a mentor, especially if you're not sure what it is that you're trying to do, right? And if you don't really have your goals, and this is really tough for people because it's it's still something that's tough for me when I'm trying to maybe go to that next level and I'm not sure where my focus is, you really want to just be around people who are doing a lot of big things, but the day to day, you want to be talking with someone who's on the same level as you to keep that like, Hey, I'm doing this. Oh shoot. Okay. I'm doing that too. Or Hey, I just saw this. Okay. I'm going to go to that meeting too. Hey, I just joined this group. Okay. I'm going to join that too. So it's, it's a way of keeping accountability in a way, right? Um, Like a hustle accountability, which I think a lot of people need. I think that's more important than a, a lot of things. I think we get crazy on a lot of different Hey, where can I go for this? Or my, you know, my website or my business card. It's like, where's your hustle accountability where it's like, what are you doing today to get something across your plate? Because I heard something that it kind of like stayed in my brain forever, but I'm not a realtor, but I took a realtor class a long time ago. And the guy, the guy would be like, I would just knock on everybody's door until I got a listing. And so I wouldn't it. go home until I got a listing. Period. And until you, I'm not taking no for an answer. Mm. I'm not, I'm not. And I'm going to keep persistency. Oh, my goodness. Literally, one of the guys that I that I do so much business with, one of the first things that he said to me, the reason why he like I became his realtor and I started working with him. He's like, you are so pig headed, persistent. Like you were just (laughs) go. (laughs) Don't lie. Martin. You know, I bring a deal back from the dead. You really do. It's, it's that, and that's why it's a no brainer to work with you. I mean, for anybody who's got a deal or they're looking for somebody who, and again, have something of substance. If you're going to, if you're going to talk to Sandy, you know, again, if you're, if you're someone looking to buy or sell, talk to Sandy, but if you're someone who's, you know, if you have a real lead, then yeah, we'll talk, you know, she'll talk to you. Can I, can I share a story real quick? Cause I Please. know I'm almost out of time and for I sure. just want to share the story. I actually think I've already shared it with you, but I want to share it with everybody else. All right. All right. (laughs) I, what's funny thing is, is I have this client. Okay. She bought a house for me a couple years back 
and lovely client, love her to death. I don't even know if she's listening, but I got to put this story out here because this story has to reach the universe. And um, love her to death, bought, helped her buy her first house. She's even sent me like one or two leads for, for her relatives to buy houses. So she came to me um, about two months ago and asked me if she can help, if I can help her purchase one of her relatives' properties. Okay. So I told her yes. And, you know, basically did all of the legwork, got her contacted with the mortgage officers, yada, yada. We went through the spiel. She wind up not purchasing the house. Now, me being a realtor and a wholesaler, I just left it completely there. I didn't, I didn't, I didn't ask her if she wanted to wholesale the house. I just said, okay, let me help you buy it. You can't buy it. Fine. I left it alone. Now. I went on about my business for about two or three weeks. And the next thing I know, she calls me back and asks me if I can help wholesale her house, help her wholesale her family member's house. Yes. Now, please mind you, Martin, I did not offer to wholesale because number one, I, I wholesale with people who already wholesale, who have paid their way into the game who have spent thousands of dollars on understanding and developing how wholesale works. And it's not something that just falls down from the tree and you just get to have a wholesale deal. Right. I never even offered it from the beginning. She asked me if I could help her. I said, yes. So I went to her and I said, listen, if you find the buyer, you put everything together, I will write the contract up for you. I'll charge you $1,000 to do so. I don't want anything to do with it. I'll charge you the $1,000 to do so. So she could not find a buyer. She could not, you know, come up with the deal. She, she didn't have any bearings on that. So me knowing the network that I know, I brought the buyer. You know who the buyer is too, but anyway. <laughs> so I brought the buyer. We had an opportunity to almost make $12,000. What's very disappointing is as I'm putting together the paperwork, as I'm doing all of this stuff, we're supposed to be splitting $6,000 a piece, literally didn't take us more than 45 minutes mm -hmm. to do this deal. This is one of those home runs we were talking about, right? Mm -hmm. Don't you know that after I put the contract together, bring the buyer, send the contracts over and everything, the lady then turns to me and says, oh no, Cassandra, I don't feel comfortable um, with you getting half. And I politely walked away. Yeah. Because every single person that I have worked with, you, Joe, I mean, the list goes on, Lewis, everybody who understands real estate, everybody who's a wholesaler, everybody who's put in that work in the game understands that that was a spectacular. <laughs> it really was but it's just that sh that's the only advice that I have for somebody new okay when I first started my first four transactions were like $500 a piece so I was shooting in the gym everybody don't want to shoot in the gym everybody just wants it to just happen what I couldn't understand is how she didn't realize the value and the and what she was getting from me I'm teaching you how to write up an assignment 
I'm teaching you how to assign it. This is information that you're going to have access to forever, whether you work with me or not. So I'm not understanding. People pay thousands of dollars to mentors to understand how to wholesaling. Here I am sitting right next to you with an opportunity for you to make five to six grand and you tell me no. Now, though, and now I happily walked away from that because yeah, anybody who doesn't understand my work, and the fact that I even have to explain to you why that was, I couldn't even believe it. I'm like lost for words because, and again, I make thousands of dollars in real estate, but like I said, my first four deals, I made 500 bucks. Right. That's that right. heart. But right. you, you, don't, you can't, but you don't want to split $12,000 with me and you don't have to do anything. And you're learning and you're getting access. And now you have these relationships and you get it. And you now can say you did a deal and now you have momentum. These are all things that, like you were saying, you, when you do your deals, you just chalk that up to the game of like, yeah, I got 500 bucks, but I'm doing deals and I'm learning and I know the people. And now I'm a person of, you know, that, that people can come to potentially. And now I'm like a player in the game, right? Like I'm not on the bench. I'm like really in it. Like I'm really making money through real estate. Um, <laughs> you know, that's good for you for walking away. That's tough to walk away, but it's easy to walk away because you go, you just don't get it. This, yes. yeah, and I think this will be hopefully a good learning lesson for that person. And it will be something uh, as a good story for the show. I, I got to say this. I need Sandy back on because I really want to dive into some of the deals she's done. I want to dive into, you know, what's next. I want to dive into her career a little bit more because I know she's got some crazy stories. But, you know, like I said, you know, time, unfortunately, is up. But Sandy, what a pleasure. You're my favorite agent. And I just got to tell you, I believe this, and this is true. I wouldn't be where I am without you. Cut it out, Martin. I wouldn't be where I am without you. I, I really don't believe. I, I think I've, I, I know this. I don't think I've learned a ton from you. And I appreciate you. I appreciate your business. I appreciate your hustle. Uh, more importantly, I appreciate your friendship. Thank you. Guys, Let's if you need to get in deals. touch with Yep. If you guys need to get in touch with Sandy, go to her website. I'm going to put in the show notes, her website, her email, her information. And uh, from uh, from that Can't point, Can't wait guys. to do a deal with you guys, even if we make 500 bucks. <laughs> no, and I'm just is, kidding. That, <laughs> see you guys. Bye-bye. Thank you for tuning in to the Marty Grisani Show. If you're listening on Apple Podcasts, leave us an honest rating and review. If you're on Spotify, make sure you follow us for weekly episodes.